Hello and welcome back. This is Gary Govacutica Health with your host, Thaman. Today we're looking at the topic, malaria in pregnancy, risks, prevention, and treatment strategies for expectant mothers. Again, malaria in pregnancy. Now by introduction, malaria, a common mosquito-borne disease, poses a significant threat to pregnant women and their unborn children. Now, in regions where malaria is endemic, such as sub-Saharan Africa and parts of Asia and Latin America, expectant mothers face an increased risk of complications. The impact also of malaria on pregnancy necessitates various preventive measures and treatment strategies to safeguard the health of both mother and baby. Our first question for today, how important is malaria in pregnancy? So malaria during pregnancy is a serious health concern, primarily caused by the Plasmodium falciparum parasite. Pregnant women experience changes in their immune system, making them more susceptible to malaria infection. Additionally, the infection can have severe consequences, including maternal anemia, low birth weight, preterm birth, and even maternal death. These complications have dire consequences for pregnant women and their unborn children. On to our next question for today, what are the risks and complications? Number one, maternal anemia. Malaria can lead to a decrease in red blood cell count, resulting in anemia for the expectant mother. Now, this condition can impact both the mother's health and the development of the fetus. A reduction in the red blood cell count impacts the nutrition of the fetus and also that of the mother, as well as other effects on the mother's heart. Number two, low birth weight. Malaria increases the risk of delivering a baby with low birth weight, which is associated with a higher likelihood of early neonatal death. That is, death before the completion of the first 28 days of life, and also problems with normal development. And number three, preterm birth. Pregnant women with malaria are at an elevated risk of giving birth prematurely, increasing the chances of complications for the newborn. Now, this is because premature birth, which is birth before 37 completed weeks of pregnancy, puts the newborn at risk of complications such as temperature dysregulation, infections, and breathing difficulties. Our next question, what are the proposed preventive measures? Number one, bed nets. The use of insecticide-treated bed nets is a highly effective preventive measure. Sleeping under an insecticide-treated mosquito bed net helps protect pregnant women from mosquito bites, reducing the risk of malaria transmission. These nets are a major component of preventive malaria strategies as an overall reduction in mosquito bites results in a reduction of malaria cases. Number two, anti-malarial medications. In malaria endemic areas, pregnant women may be prescribed anti-malarial drugs to prevent infection. However, The choice of medication should be carefully considered based on the local prevalence of drug-resistant malaria strains. And number three, intermittent preventive treatment, IPT. So IPT involves administering anti-malarial drugs at scheduled intervals during pregnancy, regardless of whether the woman is infected. This approach aims to reduce the burden of malaria and its associated complications and works best in the absence of an ongoing malaria infection. IPT is an important component of antenatal care and this emphasizes the need for continuous care and monitoring of the pregnant woman and her unborn child.
And now let's move forward and look at our treatment strategies. Number one, prompt diagnosis. Early diagnosis is crucial for managing malaria in pregnant women. Rapid diagnostic tests and microscopic examination of blood smears help healthcare providers identify the infection and initiate timely treatment. If infections are detected on time, treatment can commence immediately and the risk of complications following late treatment is reduced. Number two, antimalarial drugs. The choice of antimalarial medication for pregnant women depends on factors such as the severity of the infection and drug safety. Atemicinin-based combination therapies, ACTs, are commonly recommended as they are effective against the p falciparum parasite. Other therapies can be used based on the healthcare provider's compliance with data-proven treatment protocols. And number three, close monitoring. Pregnant women diagnosed with malaria should receive close monitoring to track their response to treatment and address any emerging complications promptly. Complications such as anemia can be treated with blood transfusion or medications as appropriate. In conclusion, malaria in pregnancy is a serious health risk that demands attention and comprehensive measures for prevention and treatment. By employing preventive strategies, we can significantly reduce the impact of malaria on both maternal and child health. Healthcare providers, policymakers, and communities must collaborate in the fight against malaria to ensure safe pregnancies and healthy outcomes for expectant mothers and their babies. Thank you so much for joining me today. That is all I have for you. Now, for more information on health-related topics like this, simply log on to www.cuticahealth.com. That is C-U-T-I-C-A health.com. And for more episodes like this, find us on your podcast platforms like Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Podcasts at Carigo by Cutica Health. I hope you always stay alive, healthy, and kicking. Don't forget, this is still Carigo by Cutica Health, and I am still your host, Amar. I'll see you next time.